There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Cincinnati's Q102 at 7.30. Thanks for waking up with the Jeff and Jen morning show. Roads are a little slick out there. Some better than others. Not the worst we've seen over the last couple weeks, but uh, definitely not the best. So uh, we'll keep you updated with Tatoria just here in a minute. We have that winter winter weather advisory for the rest of the day. We were talking about fish fries. Rich and I were just kind of reminiscing uh, during second date update about going to some different ones throughout the years. And you know. we went to one last year. We went to one. I remember before the pandemic because that kind of started mm-hmm. like right around maybe this time a little bit into March. Mm-hmm. And we did go to one last year and it was at uh, Colting, I think it's called. Um, and it was for like our friends soccer team like the little girls were playing soccer and they were selling desserts so that everybody had made desserts and we were up there and that was the only one we got to do last year uh, on facebook we got saint al's beth said saint al's is doing carry out only uh, kim said saint uh, james is doing a fish fry carry out only that's the saint james the greater in white oak and then is this angie on this line is one? angie she's on line one angie what about you what fish fry do we need to hit up what's going on um saint paul fish fry in florence kentucky Oh, great. Nice. Sounds good. I'm always curious as what kind of sides you're offering. <laughs> uh, we offer great sides. We have um, green beans. We have mac and cheese. Um, we always have applesauce for the kids. Um, we have onion rings and, um, let's see, I think we have french fries. French fries. Nice. Onion rings, yeah. french fries, mac and, and cheese. That's all I need to know. Have- are you guys doing the dine-in, carry-out? Are they doing socially distanced tables? Or how? how is that? going we are all drive through okay so we have an online order system that you can order place your order ahead of time and then when you come up to the drive through you can um they'll let them know that you're here and they'll make it hot and fresh for you and have it out in just a few minutes nice um or you can just drive through uh traditional style and we have many order takers and multi-lanes wow um, with a efficient ipad system and we bring out food hot and ready that's you amazing. guys, iPad system. Did you study at the University of Chick Fil A? <laughs> I tell you what, you know, we, we pay attention. That's all I can say. That's great. I, that sounds like a very well-oiled machine. Yeah. You got it going does. On there. It does. So let me ask you this, Angie: Have you been part of the fish fry at St. Paul for many years? Are you part of the the crew that puts this together? Yes. So um, uh, my question is: Have have you make less money because you're not doing giant pitchers of beer? Uh, well, of course, that's going to impact um, our 
our uh, uh, bottom percentage line. of um, because we did in the past. Not only did we have a bar set up, but we also had a, um, a beer split, split the pot. Um, well, we would serve beer while you're waiting in line to yeah. get your fish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we had a beer nice. cart, so to speak. <laughs> so. Nice. Um, Good people at St. Paul's. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I've been to the fish fry before. I used to live in Erlinger, and then my friend Sally, her family belongs to your parish. Yeah. So we used to go all the time. You guys had pool tabs or something there, too. I can't remember, but it was a really good time. Angie, yes. thanks so much. Appreciate it. Thank you. We'll good luck. The uh, advertising. Yeah, no problem. Happy to help. Take care. Take care. Yeah. If you guys are looking for a fish fry, the Q102 Facebook page is starting a very lovely list of drive through and carry out fish fry options. And if you have one, put it on there too. Traffic time with Toria right now. What's up? It's an Addie's Q102. Earlier this morning, Fritsch sent us, uh, sent me and Jen a video of Penelope dancing just kind of out of nowhere. She got up and was like, look at this. (laughs) Yeah. And we just watched you dance during that Mariah Carey, and that was... And apple doesn't fall beautiful, from man. that tree, nice. kids. She gets it honest. Yes, she does. A lot of things. Uh, wouldn't that be fun? Like, I understand now by families that were, like, fun, did variety shows back in the day. I really understand it now. <laughs> yeah. The adults sit on the after, couch and set the little ones off into the yes. another room to practice. After I, had my, after I had my own child, it all became very clear. <laughs> uh, what's up to Katie? Thanks for the note. Also, Meg, thanks for the tweet. I uh, just thought I was in a Mariah Carey mood, throw like a little curveball this morning. All right, we got weather. We got winter weather throughout the rest of the day, kind of fading, maybe two or three inches of snow, 23 are high. Hey, 50s next week. Um, okay, news that didn't make the news. We got National Drink Wine Day. If you needed an excuse, here's the day to do it. According I was to- just laughing because I... Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I told Tim, I was like, I thought you said it was National Wine Day. And he's like, no, it's National Drink Wine Day, <laughs> which is different it from is National different. Wine Day, which is in May. Mm-hmm. Um. They did some numbers on this. According to some research, 74% of people have one or two glasses. They are lying. Like a day or just in general? Just when you partake in one. Oh, yeah. 9% drink at least five and uh, or drink the entire bottle. Oh. Nice. I would say if Chris and I split a bottle, that's like what, two or two-ish, three-ish each? How big is your glass? Oh, yeah. I mean, if you it's have... It's usually four big glasses, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe. Two in a, two in a splash each. If yeah. If we split a bottle, like if we go to a restaurant or something. Now, if we go home, you just finish it. 
You have to. You just open it up. Yeah, you just. Do you it. have like a favorite wine? Is I there like, something you really like? Like I like a nice blend or a cab. I'm lo- kind I'm, of like that. I'm a cab, dry, big, and bold. If it makes the arm, my arm hair stand up and like these two things point a little more than normal, man, that's a good one. What about you, Jen? <laughs> Do you drink wine? I no, not anymore. I used to, but nope. What about the whites? Do you do any of the whites? Like, I do, like, a good Riesling every now and then in or, the like, summer, a rosé. In the summer, I'll do a Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah, I don't really like those. That, like, I don't know. It's White less, Zinfandel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they did the numbers. Like, I like a nice wine cooler. <laughs> when I was drinking wine by the bottle... Uh, it would be a white one, yeah. The most people said that their favorite type of wine is a Merlot, and I think they just haven't grown yet, the people that surveyed this. That's just my opinion. What about Lambrusco? Do you guys like the Lambrusco? <laughs> That's a nice introductory yeah. line. <laughs> like Uncle Joe loves the Moscato. It's basically wine Kool-Aid. Yeah. Like That's how my mom is. Myers Wine and Silverton <laughs> staying in business yeah, from my, Uncle Joe. My mom doesn't drink, but she'll do like every year at Christmas, we get her her one like holiday a good port. That's how she is. She doesn't do, she does Moscato. Yeah. She's like, the Moscato is the way to go. Uh, Zinfidel came in second and then third uh was the was officially I don't know what my wine type is. So first was Merlot, second was Zinfidel, and third, I don't know what my wine type is. I always defer to Jeff because I feel like Jeff is definitely more schooled in the wine department than mm-hmm. I am. So whenever we go out to dinner, I always hand him yeah. the wine list what did and we I'm call like him? you just pick it. Our wine guy connoisseur. Our was a different word. The that French sound word. Our wine captain or something. I think maybe we did. It was something very generic. It was a word we all could say. (laughs) (laughs) A captain. It was basic English. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And he does a good job. Like the one wine he'd ordered the last time we all went to Soto. Like they they had like a ten minute convo about it. Do you Mm, remember that? And then they just talked. And I ended up keeping the bottle because the bottle shape was really neat. And I. there were only like, four left in the world or something like that. Yes. What? And it was we the were, last yeah. four bottles on the this planet this, or something. This last time? Yes. Yeah. So Soto had purchased like the barrel or gotcha. the whatever it's called that you buy, the carafe. I was on the other side <laughs> of the table. Four in already. So they had purchased and it was there was only like one of that particular left in the world. And so they took like one of the last ones. Hell yeah. I don't how know how that? you buy wine in bulk like that, but that's what it was. So national- and so I took it home. National Drink Wine Day, so if you want to have a glass later, knock yourself yeah, out. Have one, have one for us, okay? Or have one now. Have one now. All right, I'm sure that you have seen this in the last week or two as you've been driving through town. Maybe it's you, and that's totally cool if it is. A new survey found that 73% of Americans are scared to drive in the snow or ice, and one in seven has zero confidence in themselves. You know, it's not, I do get really nervous. Like today wasn't horrible because it didn't feel like there were very many cars on the road and the roads were for the most part, like, okay. I get mostly nervous about other people's driving than my own. It's like, I know I can manage myself and manage the car just because I grew up like doing donuts on purpose. Mm -hmm. 
So I, I feel like I have a very strong connection to my car and my car's connection to the road and yep. that I can, you know, I'm not going to lose control, I don't think. I feel pretty confident. But Well, and if you were to start dongs. spinning, you feel like you would understand how to get out yeah. of it oh, or how absolutely. to safely, like, pull over or absolutely. maintain the vehicle. Yeah. I mean, even now, if I, I test the roads, you know, if there's no other cars around, cars around break I break it and I gun it a little bit mm-hmm. just to see how much, you know, I'm going to spin and... Uh, but it's it's other people. I I just that's what makes me super nervous. Is they come up too fast, they get too close, and and it's just. And I think a little bit of people, just like you said, you understand your vehicle and how it works. Mm-hmm. I don't know if everyone does that. No, when because I because there's yeah. physics. I don't know much about physics, but when you're going up a hill, and it's a question mark whether you're going to make it or not. Mm-hmm. You can't start from zero. Yeah, you got to get a run and go. You got to have some momentum. And there was a few times we didn't make it because the person in front of us thought that they should stop first. And then they started spinning. And, you know, so anyway. Well, and you see somebody in a little compact car that you know. (laughs) And they're they're doing 70 on slushy roads. Um, ah. They said people in the Northeast are most likely to say they hate driving in the snow, followed by people in the South. Both were slightly higher than average. Um, Mm -hmm. Women and young people say that it's the most intimidating. Uh, Half of us have gotten a car stuck somewhere in the snow before. Uh, And then they said about half of us said that we were never taught how to drive in winter conditions. Now, I grew up in Detroit. I don't think there's a special pamphlet for it. Like, no, I think there are things you can do. But that doesn't guarantee that that is going to work because right. every road is different. Yeah. Every piece of ice melts and freezes a special way. Mm-hmm. You don't know, you know, like just like the other day when the forecaster said we we're going to get 12 inches and there was one degree different in the sky <laughs> and that changed it to ice, you know, like so. Yeah. I wouldn't worry too much about I that. I do enjoy like when growing up, my mom is one of those people that was like, I don't drive in the snow. Had to have my dad drive her everywhere. But I... Like that used to annoy me when I was younger, but now I appreciate the fact that she is aware that she should not be out driving. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like Jen is saying, like if these people are terrified, like maybe you can if ask, you can stay home if, or stay if home. you can ask for help. That's a great yeah. idea. Just don't don't put yourself. You know, I think one thing that has just come out of the pandemic for me, you know, has been if if I'm not comfortable doing it, if I don't want to do it, if it's scary for me. I'm not going to force myself to do it. Why would I put myself through that? Mm-hmm. You know, Period. why? Yeah. Why should I suffer? They say <laughs> the, fi- the final piece of information from this survey says one in four people say when they are out there doing it, they just start praying. Yeah. What else can you do? Hey, go for it. Either way, be safe driving this morning. Tori is out there with the list of all the problems for you to avoid. And uh, it's your turn. What's up, Tori? What's up? Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.